Wonder Neal. Wonder Neal, fangirling out. All right, gentlemen, are we ready? Ready. Redmans. All right. And welcome to another episode of Geek Fanthology. I couldn't think of anything funny for this episode, so I'm Neil. I'm joined this week by... I am the Wonder Ben. Nothing clever to say, Mike. <laughs> Wookie. As always. Do you have, ever have anything, any other additional, like... Is there anything really better than just being a Wookie? <laughs> Wookies are creatures of few words. Yeah. You could be a Wookie, Jerry. Very few words. Many growls. Many growls. <laughs> no, to them, they're A few grunts. That is not a couple bad. of warbles. Maybe so what is Neil drinking tonight? Uh, well, in celebration of our topic today, we, by the way, we are talk we are talking about Wonder Woman. Um, I am drinking. I am drinking the uh, Wonder Woman's Golden Lasso of Truth. That's why you admitted you couldn't think of anything clever to say. Yes, yeah, sure. The recipe for this week, by the way, is uh, one and one half measures of white rum half measure of brandy, half measure of triple sec, and a half measure of lemon juice. Uh, stir with ice until chilled and strain into a martini glass. And garnish with le- with a uh, twist of lemon rind or candied lemon. I didn't have the last bit, but also I'm drinking it out of a coupe instead of a martini glass, but... Um, How dare you. <laughs> Heretic. I know, right? But it comes out nice can't. and gold. Yeah. This is this is where this is where the last of truth comes in. Yeah. Because no one could see. He could tell them. Yeah. He could tell anyone he was drinking it out of martini tinny glass. But no, he's gotta admit. But if you drink a few enough of those, you'll tell them whatever they You'll tell them whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. So tonight you know, being on the patriotic side, I'm drinking Mountain Dew SA. Ah. <laughs> and Michael is apparent was well, just co- apparently co- finished co- 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 pretty co- American, co- so yeah. Right. Yeah. Americana. It's actually quite tasty. It's a little, it's a lot more tart than I was expecting, but I don't know what, why I wasn't expecting it to not be tart. Yeah. There's no <laughs> sugar in it. Well, there's that. Although I will also admit I didn't have triple sex, so I had to gr- use Grand Marnier, like a plebeian. You plebeian. Uh, so yeah, we're talking about the Wonder Woman movie. Standard rules apply. Uh, non spoilers. Music spoilers. Um, <clears throat> so. Um, the so, first half, as always, is going to be really hard. I would like to yeah. propose we kick it off by giving a one-word reaction to the movie. Amazing. Damn it, you stole my word. <laughs> uh, I was going to say wonderful, but I thought that was a little too on the nose. Mine would have to be, mine would have to be two words. Awe-inspiring. Well, there's a hyphen, so we'll let that slide. Actually, no, I'll just go with inspiring. There you go. Wondrous. On the nose, but not quite on wonderful on the nose. And... <laughs> Because we don't reference Monty Python enough, splunge. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, wow. That sounds like a sound effect from the Batman '60s show. Speaking of, um, yeah, yes. Rip Adam West. Yes. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, also a DC hero in the Batman yeah. I grew up with. Yeah. Actually, Batman. I was first. Uh, I, I mean, admittedly, I also grew up with Kevin Conroy being the best Batman ever. Um, but some of my earliest memories are cliffhanger endings to episodes of uh, of the old TV show, including yes. the time when they were in a sandwich that was going to be toasted in a giant toaster <laughs> oven. 
That sounds like a slapstick version of a James Bond movie. Yeah. They, Silver Age, my friend. They yeah. Silver Age. They recently released an animated movie where they got yeah, the Return West of the King Crusader, right? Yeah. That's cool that they got to have one last hurrah before he went. It was great. Yeah. And yes, it is tangentially related because Wonder Woman in the DCEU is a, is introduced in Batman v Superman. So yeah. 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 Well, ironically, Splunge actually works really well in this particular case. So right. for the, those. For those of our listeners, including myself, who don't know what Splunge is. Okay, so <laughs> Splunge, if I'm recalling everything correctly, is it, it is it might be a good idea, but maybe not, and I'm not being indecisive. <laughs> um, it's 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 about as accurate as apropos as I can get. I will say I really did enjoy the movie. Yeah. But at the same time, I can't turn my critic brain off. So <laughs> yeah, I got a couple things I want to that that I want to say about it. But most of my critical things will have to wait till the second yeah. half. I will. Yeah. I will say this: I have been openly critical of the other DC of uh, what is it? U. EU, whatever yeah. the heck. The things that started with Man of Steel. They're very European. Went into Batman v <laughs> Superman. And now, are, and now includes Wonder Woman, and also had Suicide Squad. Yeah. I have been openly critical I of noticed. those <laughs> movies. I love Man of Steel, though, for the record. I still haven't seen Man of Steel. I wonder if perhaps my gripes about Superman's characterization in Batman v Superman would be lessened by it, but I'm not sure. It's hard to say. It's very much a opinion thing. Yeah. Yeah. But that being said. I very much enjoyed Wonder Woman. I would recommend it to people who like to have movies recommended to them. Right. Um, and I would say this: it's one of those uh, one, one of those superhero movies. I think that, despite her being iconic, and it's not like anyone's going to not know who she is, um, it is a movie that. It, hey, do you like movies? But you're not much into comics. You'll still really enjoy the movie. Yeah. That's yeah. the way I feel about it. It just works as a movie on its it, own. It I, doesn't, you know, it doesn't rely on any sort of like exposition or comic knowledge. Or yeah, anything. I go back to my hard criteria for what makes a really good comic book movie, which is, would my dad enjoy this movie? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I think he would. Yeah, that well, actually fits with a a review that I watched, and then as I was watching it, I was like, I totally agree with this, and that's like. Watching Gal as Wonder Woman was like watching Christopher Reeve as Superman. Yeah. Yeah, she just fits. It's she Gal Gadot was, she was inspired casting. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she leans into that role so hard. And and the thing is is that with with this with this one, because um, I I took it took a similar approach. I took my girlfriend to go see it. Mm. And she there were places she cried during the, pretty much any battle scene. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The fight scenes were grand. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and it wasn't so much, it wasn't just the, the the choreography of the scenes. It was the why. Right. You know? Yeah, and honestly, I love my girlfriend. I, yeah. And it's not spoilers to be pointing out that this occurred during right. World War One. Yeah, because it's all over the trailers. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's fair to say that's, that's a, I think that's a, uh, it's a good reason why many people would uh, would get you know teary eyed and, and emotional and such is not so much just 
it's not like a movie where you, you have a fictional character that you grow attached to and you're like, oh no, a said fictional character has died. It's more of a general, man, humanity sucks. War sucks. Not to mention, World War One was one of the stupid-ass fucking the pointless, pointless wars, wars that ever fucking happened. Right. With yeah. one of the highest body counts. Yeah. Because yeah. they were so, yeah, using, several using modern weapons with ancient tactics. Yeah. And, and, and it showed that, you know, in their... Just the just the futility of it, you know. It's the, like the deadliest football game, essentially. Yeah. Oh, hey, we got a few. We got a few uh, got yards. Inches, yeah. And now they got a few yards. Rinse and repeat until everyone's yeah. dead. Yeah. No, World War One was a horribly stupid, completely avoidable fuck off war. Also uh, introduced biological weapons for the first time. More fun yeah. for the family. Yeah. Anywho, that's not gonna have and, too much. And not to, mention, it, not to mention, it's not to mention. It, it, World War One was almost definitely was, was I wouldn't say definitely, but very close to, to as close to single-handedly responsible for World War Two as one can get. Yeah, and yeah. then the ultimate irony, calling it the world, the, the war, war to end all wars, wars, which then spawned another horrific war. Yeah, right. It was also in their perspective at that time, that was the most horrific war they had ever seen. Right. Yeah, and they couldn't imagine anyone who remembered it. Wanting to repeat it. Well, that's the thing. Is like it's the naive, naivete that you know that yeah. it'll never happen again. Exactly. At least on that scale, anyway. I mean. Exactly. Yeah. But, but yeah, back to the movie. So it was good. It was yeah. To me, it was tremendous. It because, for instance, you know, in the first in the first bit of the movie, those were Amazons. Oh my God, those were Amazons. Oh yeah. man, yes they were. <laughs> yeah, know? I gotta say. Um, we, we do have to be a little careful about how we talk about the beginning because there is some stuff that is not revealed in the trailers. Yeah, but I so mean, just just a just a PSA. But you know what? There are Amazon. There are the Amazons of Themyscira. Right. And they got Amazonian women for it. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they got, got athletes. Speaking of good casting. Yeah, yeah fantastic casting. Fantastic in that. athletes for it. Yeah. And the and uh, the princess Buttercup. I didn't even yes. realize until someone pointed out after the movie, and that yeah. blew my mind. Same, but still. There's a meme <laughs> that shows um, that shows Antiope and General Leia. Right. It's like I've grown up. I've grown up to uh, see my princesses become generals. generals. Yeah. yeah, my childhood princesses uh, to become generals. Yeah. Yeah. which is like yes. But yes, I mean, I'm sorry, not I'm only that, but the way they portrayed hair. Amazons as a whole, <clears throat> not just warriors. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, just one line, which I don't think gives anything away. How do you speak English so well? We speak hundreds of languages. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I'd like to make a little comparison here, because we mentioned Man of Steel, and uh, we, we, when we talked about the DCU on one of our uh, earliest episodes, mm -hmm. um, we, we mentioned how they did such a good job building a world in such a short period With of time. With a plug season one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> plug, plug. But yeah, we talked about how it was such an amazingly well done intro where it's like, I would like to watch a series about that. Oh yeah, the first 30 minutes of Man of Steel. About Krypton. Yeah, yeah, the first half hour, it's like, they, they crafted so much so quickly so well. I remember, and sold it. They I, did I remember the exact people same saying thing. things along those lines, but I still haven't seen Man of Steel. They did the exact yeah. same thing with Wonder Woman. They created an entire like self-contained world and like... Society. Society and like how they... like. 
weapons, armor, customs, traditions, how they interact with each other, all this stuff in such a relatively short period of time. World building is really important, and that's right. why I was mad about Batman v Superman. And see, and this is a, and a well, I'll make another comparison since you bring it up. This is how you world build. You make it interesting. You yes. don't make it a slog where you have to, oh man, how long is this? I want to get to the fight. No, from the word go, I was invested. I was interested mm -hmm. because they, well, not only that, but it was just gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. We, we, one of the most, uh, I would say, ubiquitous criticisms of the DCU is stop using brown and black exclusively. Stop being so drab and gray and boring. It's and dark. Gray. It's grim dark. That, grim right, dark that right there. I, we didn't do an episode on Suicide Squad, so I'm going to give my two cents on it real not real. Well, that quick. tells you everything you need to know, really. Yeah, here was my problem with Suicide Squad. It was too fucking dark! Like, everything was shot at night in shadow. It's yeah. like... Yeah. Give me... Like, even when they went into a building, the building was dark. It was like, give me some visual contrast. Right. Well, and screw the, screw the bad writing. The writing was bad too. But give me something. <laughs> this here's Satana Katana. She's got my back. Yeah. I advise you not to get yourself killed by her. Your your soul traps the, the victim's soul. soul. Oh my God! It was like a third grade. Anyway, I don't guess. Yeah, no, but my daddy beat your daddy up. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. just God bless. But yeah, and this is the other thing is they didn't do it like they didn't do it just to do it. Like they did it well. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. They just throw color at it and see what sticks. Like, mm -hmm. it enhanced. It was there when it needed to be, and it wasn't when it didn't need to be. And it really, in that world, that world building informed us about Diana. Yeah. Well, and it serves as such a great contrast to the, the depressing, dark tones of World War One. Yeah. You see, this is essentially like a, like, you know, this is kind of like a It's super paradise. bright and sunny and happy all the time. Right, exactly. Perfect weather and basically a paradise, yeah. you know, where people are yeah. they're only fighting to prepare. When we get into spoilers, when, when we get into spoilers, I'll talk about one of the fav one of my favorite little shots. Right. Because yeah. it's just a shot, but that's yeah. potentially spoilerific, so... I will say this. There's definitely a Luke Skywalker-esque shot of looking into the distance and wondering what will be. Yeah, you know? yeah. Definitely one that. of those iconic shots. Yeah. And, yeah. And, but but more importantly, like like she says, you know, even in the trailer, we're bridged to a different to a higher understanding. Yeah. And Diana comes out, basically embodying that, and, I, and that's one of the things I loved about the character all through the movie, because all through the movie. It was a lot of people saying, Diana, you can't do that. And Diana says, right. yeah, here, hold, you know, hold my beer. <laughs> well, another thing, At too, one point, she literally gets to sit, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty Admittedly, it's not an action scene, but she does have to say, hold my beer. The, the <laughs> other thing in there, uh, and we'll, we'll get more into this in, in spoiler territories, mm. is Tasting. we see more than just European culture. Yeah. We see, um, I mean... In, in in this group that, that Trevor puts together, we see right. humanity. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that, and I, spoil territory or not, hearing the Native American, hearing Chief greet Diana in his native language. And have her just respond. Have her just <laughs> yeah, respond. Just <laughs> you know, um, coming from Cherokee background, Mm -hmm. You know, with my family, uh, coming from a family who was so ashamed of their own heritage that, at points, 
uh, one of uh, one of my great great my mom's great great grandfathers claimed to be half because it was better to be half breed than it was to be full Cherokee. Having that character portrayed with nobility, integrity, and decency. Yeah. You know, portrayed as a human being as opposed to <coughs> a caricature or a stereotype. Well, it's worth noting that throughout American Wars, Native Americans have contributed so much. Exactly. Like the secret, the wind talkers, and the secret oh, yeah. codes that they used that helped wage the war in World War II. Yeah, yeah and he was speaking Blackfoot, apparently. Yeah. And, uh, and there's a, he, he identifies himself, uh, there's something I read in the article about that whole, he identifies himself like as some sort of spirit of war or something like that, mm-hmm. not Eve or something, uh, but anyways. Foreshadowing. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and then the, you know, you have a character who is not white enough. It's kind of, it's kind of like, uh, it's like Inglorious Bastards meets Rainbow Six. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's. And the other thing is, they they represent they seem to represent the dregs of humanity, but they're the first ones into the fight. Well, I, I don't think it's so much the dregs as it is just the human experience breaking you over the course of your life and the hardships that people experience. Well, I mean, and persevering despite it. The way they're presented to Diana. Well, initially, yeah. Yeah, they're presented initially. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, a lot of it is then just playing it up, you know, because that's just their identity, and I think part of it is. They do that as kind of a defense mechanism yeah. because they, they have to do they experience so many horrific things. It's just kind of like you know just military life in general. I'm sure you know you've yeah. been in the Air Force. Um, yeah. You know people. Okay, that's not. That's not. Good. Well, I mean, yeah. yes, I know it's the country club of military. So people joke right. around. But, yeah, civilians in uniform. But yeah, but still, the, the the point is that you know people who serve in the military often use like dark humor and stuff like that as a defense oh, yeah. mechanism, especially if. They're people that see combat because it's just a natural thing. You just, you know you do that or you you're paralyzed with the horrificness of it all. Yeah. So it makes sense. But yeah, I mean, I guess the point is roundabout point is it did a really good job of uh, you know fleshing out yeah. diverse cast of characters. And another thing that is really really cool and worth pointing out movie with a superhero movie with a female lead, which everyone says can't be done. Couldn't be done. Past tense. Yeah. Movie with a female director that everybody said would million, sell. Over two hundred million domestically, just domestically. And had and and this is and this is also really cool. Had the lowest Friday to Friday drop off after first week of any I superhero movie ever. Yep. Which is crazy. A lot of impressive stuff. A lot of yeah, I, I'm, I am. I'm actually really thrilled for superhero movies recently because we've had a couple of movies that have really completely just said "fuck you" to the envelope. Yeah. Um, Deadpool. Deadpool. Right. First hard R. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that well, people like you can't make right. an R-rated move uh, superhero movie. Second, there was hold a beer. Well, yeah, there was Blade. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah. But you yeah, yeah, that was with a Blade was not considered a superhero movie, though. Or it wasn't even considered really a comic book movie, even though it was based on a comic book. Yeah. yeah. It was not It was not even advertised as a comic book movie. Right. They never yeah. even acknowledged it. Yeah. Right. They didn't yeah. really even say, based and, on the Marvel and, and, and even then, Blade 
did. I mean, it did pretty good in box office, but it didn't do great. Yeah, it didn't set records. And, that's, and, that, yeah. and, and that's only even the first one that even did really right. Did well. Yeah. But you've got. But yeah, and now you've got one with a female lead, uh, with female a director. female director, yeah. and coming up in what three in like a month. We got Black Panther coming up. Yep. That is a. 90% African Amer- African to African American cast. Yeah. Well, I think it's worth pointing out. That comes um, out in February, I believe. I, I think February? It's worth... There was a trailer for it. That's all I can really well, yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. I think it's worth trailer, pointing no, out. No, trailer came out on Facebook. It wasn't It wasn't at the DC movie. If you look at stuff awesome like, if you, if you really want to go into like demographics and look at percentages and all this stuff, it's about what makes sense for the story. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, it's going to take place in an African nation. They better almost all be African. Yes. They better almost all be black. Oh, absolutely. I'm not saying that, that. I'm not saying that that they shouldn't. Yeah. Oh no, I'm I know you're not saying that. Three cheers for people, you know, setting it in Africa and then casting it right. Well, okay. I mean, I, representation. That's yeah. That's a different. That's a different point, and that's an important point. You could, you could punt. And be like, oh, well, it'll take place somewhere else. So we don't have to worry about. It. So that yeah, is where it's happening in Europe. Yeah. But yeah. all I'm saying is, sometimes it'll just be set somewhere, and it's not that people are like thinking about issues of race. It just it's besides the point. Like yeah. the Resident Evil Five, people had a shit fit because it's like, oh my gosh, there's so many black zombies, and you're shooting them. So that's race. No, it's an area that is an African area. So guess what? It's going to primarily be oh, black. Yeah, people. that game it sucked. They happen yeah, to be zombified. They get zombified or whatever they call I don't know if it's... I don't know. They, get, they get infected with the Las Plagas virus. There's a big difference, yeah, yeah. man. It, it, it might as well be zombies. That movie... That game sucked. Yes. But yeah. I didn't... I, I'm one of the people who says that Resident Evil 4 was okay. So the point that he's making is the game was set in Africa. So the things you're going to be killing are going to be mostly black. Right. Yeah. Yeah, if there is a if there is a zombie outbreak in Sweden, I'm not gonna. It's not gonna be like, oh my gosh, do you you're hate killing me? all the you're killing all the Aryans. <laughs> anyway, so but yes, uh, it is. I, I'm just glad in general that um, you we can have all these first because then we can move on and not have all these asinine political conversations. Yeah, yeah well, I, 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 the Black Panther trailer, Bilbo and Gollum were the only white people yeah. I saw in the trailer. Bilbo and Gollum, and that's really white. And I'm really it's like unhealthy yeah, white. I'm just saying I'm really glad that we got um that we just have oh no wait is Andy Circus the South African mercenary yes he's the guy gone. missing his arm I didn't realize yeah. that he was the yeah, Andy Circus yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I knew it was Andy Circus and I, but I met Bill Gollum oh my god <laughs> <laughs> now I cannot unsee that <laughs> you can't you can't unsee it yeah. crossing the streams but no oh, I didn't realize I did not realize it was Andy Circus yeah. but still. oh god um, in any case um, oh and I'd love to see the outtakes from that scene <laughs> yeah. yeah for him just randomly look over at Martin Freeman that's <laughs> <laughs> He certainly does. Beckons. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Let's get back on task a little bit. Here. Yeah. Uh, so Black Woman. Panther is majority. One of these cast. days we'll talk about Wonder Woman again. But Black director. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All, all pretty, like pretty much everyone in the senior staff is black, and I think that's great. Yeah. So, yeah, because it's it's not a white person's story to tell. Yeah. Well, what is what non-spoiler stuff? Do we really need to address? Um, okay. um, good movie. Go see it. Yeah, definitely go ones. see it. Okay. Um, I would honestly, I I, I would want kind, to see it again. Um, 
The 3D on it wasn't bad. I saw it in 3D. I didn't um, see it in 3D. It it's still, it still kicked ass. Yeah, I, um, I don't tend to like 3D. I thought when I was buying the ticket that it was going to be an IMAX ticket. But no, The Mummy was in IMAX, so fuck you, Martin. Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> yeah. That, that bombed big time. Because I wanted to see Wonder Woman in IMAX, but my IMAX, but our IMAX only has one the, one screen, well, the, and yeah. they wanted to scream the fucking mummy. The butt crack of dawn show that I saw it was both IMAX and 3D. I think it's worth seeing it in IMAX if you have it in your area. 3D, I could take your leave. Was that at the 11? It was like 945 at, no, oh, at, the, at the 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. at the yeah. theater, yeah. Okay, um, so they, they had it on certain show. IMAX for one weekend? It was, yeah, opening yeah, weekend, because, so that must have been it, yeah. Yeah, because... Uh, they made their own call on The Mummy, because nobody wanted to see that. Yeah, the Mummy Mission, was, <laughs> Well, Mission Impossible, The Mummy, was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. This 300 theaters will self-destruct in one weekend. This movie will self-destruct in five seconds. I, I will admit this. If we had a second second run theater in Springfield anymore, when we don't, oh yeah, rip, rip the palace as well. Yeah, it's closed down there. They had their last screening, which was Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, but if we had a second run theater, I would go see the Mummy in second run. I have no interest in seeing that movie. Uh, I, I think I think it will be fun, but it's not yeah, a movie I wish that I, could I say wanna, that. It's not a movie well, that I want. It's a Tom Cruise movie. We can you can bet on like a, like a Schwarzenegger movie, a Tom Cruise movie. You can bet on a few things. One, he will look stoked. Two, he will cry. Three, he will get into a fight. Four, he will win. Five, he'll get the girl. And you left well, out six. six. At some point in whites. Oh, well, and, and you know, I'm, I'm at six. At some <laughs> point in the movie, he will be running there full sprint. Go. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a frequently in the rain. Big toothy smile, <laughs> run at full speed. I don't necessarily want to pay to go see every Tom Cruise movie, but I enjoy almost every Tom Cruise. Movie I went and saw Rogue Nation in Second String, and I enjoyed it because hey, it's a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, <laughs> those are fun. Yeah, well, to me, it's kind of like a slightly more sophisticated Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean slightly. I always enjoy the ones where everything fucks up on them. Yeah, all their tech. Was yeah, I mean up on them. like. Yeah. I frequently want to. I would want to go see Fast and Furious movies in second run. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna pay full price for that movie, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I will enjoy it when I watch it. Indeed. So, Wonder Woman. Get back to what yeah. I'd I see this a second time in full in full price. I would say, parents, if you have kids that are over the age of like ten, yeah, take your sons and your daughters to go see it. I would say, especially take your daughters. Well, yeah, but I think also take your sons to go see it. Let them expose them early to the idea that, hey, you know, girls can be superheroes too, and they can be badass. I can't remember. And it the takes last nothing time. from any of the male heroes in the in, yeah. the, in the story. I can't True. remember the last time I felt so outnumbered than when I went to see <laughs> the, the yeah. opening day, first showing of the morning. It was me, and I swear I can count on one hand how many other guys were there, and the theater was full. Nice, which is good. <clears throat> well, it was awesome. <laughs> to to uh, piggyback off of what Ben said, I think uh, it is important. Uh, there is there is a um, you know the whole like you know good example thing. It's also important for boys in the sense that w- one of the things that uh, one one impression I one thing that made an impression on me, I guess the right long have been talking is uh, so just about perfect timing. Okay, uh, Chris Pine's character, Steve Trevor. Um, He's not that Chris, by the way. <laughs> what? He's not that Chris. 
what Chris? There's a bunch of Chris's involved in comic book. Like Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth, yeah. 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 One of the many... Chris Pine hosted SNL a while back and did a thing about, no, he's not that Chris. Oh, okay. He sang a song and everything. It was kind of funny. I gave up on SNL a while ago, so those references will go over my head. I catch catch the highlights. But yes, Chris Pine. Uh, My my point was going to be that uh, Steve Trevor, he found himself in a crazy, unimaginable situation, and he quickly assessed it, and he didn't let his, like, pride or machismo get in the way. When he saw, oh, okay, she's obviously the one that needs to take charge here, he just let her do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is that is the true mark of being a man. And that doesn't necessarily mean, it's not even just in the context of women, it's just don't let your pride, although that is an important context in this to the point, but don't let your pride or, like, sense of, like, mm-hmm. you know, manliness or masculinity or whatever get in the way of getting doing the right thing or getting what needs to be done done. Yeah. And he was like, okay, well, she has abilities I don't have. She has knowledge or whatever I don't have. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the shoe's on the other foot, too, because it's a fish-out-of-water thing. She's never been off the island. Right. But when it comes to stuff like, you know, doing the fighting in some in some senses, yeah. in some cases, many cases, yeah. <laughs> he's like, okay, well, uh, you are clearly better at this than me, so I'm going to let you take the lead here. Well, that, and, and at one point, he even, you know, he adapts something he saw on Themyscira. Right. To you yeah. know, one of the yeah. best visual yeah. shield. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. I don't think like I don't feel like that's movie. much of a that's much of a spoiler. Yeah, yeah you no, know, no, honestly, we're pretty much out of non-spoiler time. Yeah. So does anybody have anything to wrap up non-spoiler? Um, I don't think so. See it, enjoy it. I have one, okay. I have I have one gripe that I will that I will voice. Okay. I didn't get enough of the she's with you light motif. Um. Oh, you mean the yeah the the Wonder Woman sound? The, yeah, the the, the, the the kick-ass electric cello oh, sound. There's yeah. an undercurrent of that in most of the music, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I didn't get enough of it just booming. I, I could have done with a little bit more. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and I think I'm gonna have that be my interstitial. There you go. There you because, go. <laughs> yes, we're on YouTube now. By the way, we're on YouTube now. Plug plug. Um, check us out. Please like subscribe to our channel, even if you don't watch our YouTube videos, because. It helps us get noticed. Subscribers, subscribing numbers help. Um, yes, I know we only have one video out there. It takes time, okay? And yes, I realize it's not a video, it's just a still image, but it still <laughs> takes time. <laughs> an upload, you can call it an upload. That's a nice neutral Yeah, yeah and by, by the time you're listening to this, we'll hopefully have two. Yeah! <clears throat> <clears throat> All right, so. Um, but yeah. Let's, let's go to spoiler territory. Yeah, let's, yep. move out of, let's move into spoiler territory. Off to spoiler. Ver- ver- will, 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 after, will, after these will, electric cello notes. Yeah. Okay, so... Things didn't quite go as planned here. Initially, I was going to try and get a... Uh, get uh, E-Rock's... Uh, Is She With You cover. Big ups, E-Rock, by the way, if you happen to ever run across this. You're awesome. Um, but that kind of fell through. So instead, you get me monologuing over um, a piano bar for a little bit. Then we'll go back and talk about how that was the plan, but uh, obviously the plan didn't work, so yeah. Okay, that's enough of this. All right, and we're back. Um, if things go have gone as planned, 
um, then I will have used a little bit of uh, 351 E-Rock's cover of She's With Me, or She's With Him. I can't remember what it's called. It's, she, it's She's With Someone. I think it's She's With You. Um, you should check out his stuff. He does X meets metal. He does guitar covers of things. Freaking he is, awesome. He is an amazing guitarist. Uh, my personal favorite track of his that's a cover is Lady Gaga's Bad Romance meets Metal. <laughs> it's just real. Be, Bad Romance is one of Gaga's best songs if it weren't for the for the uh, lyrical content. <laughs> Musically, it's like, I think, maybe her best song. But I did not predict the direction this podcast would take. <laughs> Although lyrically, yes, Neil, we'll do a Gaga about. episode at some point if you really want to. Lyrically, I'm not sure we could do it. We could fill a Gaga episode. Oh well, my. lyrically, there is a there are a lot of Hitchcock references in that song. Where's that? Anyways, in any so case, yeah, E-Rock, Hold, my favorite yeah. of E-Rock is Haley's Comet. Um, it's just well, like, yeah, that's his, his original Haley's Comet is <clears throat> just gorgeous. Yeah. I could listen to that forever. Spoiler territory. Woo! Yes, we're now in spoiler territory, everybody. <laughs> All hands on deck. Spoilers ahead. Um, Cue the Rogue One klaxon. Yeah. <laughs> the Imperial klaxon, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah. Shield? Uh, shield, yeah. So, to me, one of the best visuals in the movie. Okay, no, wait. i got to go back to the beginning of that whole scene. I like that, you know, everybody's under there, and to them it's the status quo, which is what World War One really... Yeah, really it, was, it was nobody... I, no man's land. Yeah, uh, I no man. I, well, no, I would like to say I am super happy that they didn't go, I am no man. Mm-hmm. She just fucking went up there. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I think... One I was like, man, don't, please, don't... She, I, didn't just, just, she didn't just fucking go up there. It was, I know it's not what we came here to do, but it's what I am going... Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm in love!" Yeah, no, I, I love that. I just was like, the way he kept emphasizing, the way he said, "Is no man's land," like he said, "No man's land," and I was expecting her to be like, the writer wrote the cliche, didn't he? Right. Yeah. No, she didn't. That's no, she didn't. It was great. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it was it was one of those things of. So yeah, I mean, because here's Diana, bringing go out into the into this into this hell. Not to beat somebody, but out of compassion. Right. Yeah. You know, because there are people here who are starving and suffering, and she's going, I got time. I can do this. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so she goes up over there, and the soldiers, the professional soldiers, are going, What the hell? Some of them even try to go after her, and they're like, No, get down here. Yeah, exactly. You stupid it was, crazy man. And, and it was Trevor, yeah. Um, and then. <laughs> I, think I am so ready to be done with this cough. So you know, she goes up there, she starts, you know, and then Trevor there was realizing she's taking all the fire. And they go up after her. Right. You know, and start taking and then the rest of the guys are going, Hey, well we can't let those force you know, it's like you know, it, it becomes this charge. Everybody come up and over. Because this one invincible superwoman seems to yeah. be um not seems to be not getting shot, like not, not dying. Not dying. Yeah, the she's got three death. freaking machine guns on her. <laughs> the world's deadliest Red Rover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and you know, and I love that scene of her just you know standing there with that shield, taking all the fire, and that look on her face, like God damn it, I am not stopping. Yeah. And then they great. get into then they get into the village and the sniper, and then early on in the movie, Steve watches and Tyabee 
tell somebody, you know, shield. And the and Amazon just, turns around, right. lets Antiope leap over her, and then gives you know, her a big boost off of the shield. Yeah. And lets her, you know, which lets catapult her over the rock, over the cover to the, you know, turning cover into concealment and, you know, shoots three German sh- soldiers at once. Yeah. Right. Like Diana style. does it, you know, and they go up, grab this grab this piece of... of uh, Looks like the side of a tank. Yeah, <laughs> something that Diana had basically flipped over. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. It, no, it was an armored truck, and yeah. she did, in fact, punch it out of the way earlier. <laughs> right. Like a, lifted like it up, track. yeah, and flipped yeah. it over. You know, total rage quit. And, um, yep. you know, and he's like, uh, gets the other two to come yeah. out and, and follow. Yeah. You know, and when she jumps up there, and then the bell tower just collapsed. Yeah. It, it didn't collapse, it exploded. And it exploded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going, yeah, One there's no way that fucker survived. I think when we shit. start talking about. Star Trek, we need to do an episode on Galaxy Quest. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like when we start talking about Star Trek, we need to do an episode on Babylon 5. That could be a, uh, that could be a palate cleanser between different, like, shows or movies, you know? There's so much prep work that has And when we, because I think we definitely will, do the thing on the Orville, do one on the Orville. The what? The, the Orville. Orville. The new Seth. space series that Seth MacFarlane's doing. Oh, that thing. Yeah, because it is basically... It is basically the TV version of, of Galaxy Quest. Once the first season is done, do an episode on it. Yeah. See what we think of it. Giving me all this homework. Yeah. I know. <laughs> anyway, I, I, like, yeah. I have to rewatch all of Star Trek. That's going to take some time. Well, you've um, got time because I have seen none of them. Well, you're going to need to start getting on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix. Ethan. It's all on Netflix. Yeah. But um, I think that was one of the, you know, that was one of the best lines of the movie is, you know, of, you know, it's not what we came here to do, but it's what I'm going to do. My um, favorite line of the entire movie that I took away from the whole movie was, it doesn't matter what they deserve, it's, it's what, what you believe. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a really good one, too. That's yeah. Sorry, that, that drink was took time to finish. <laughs> <laughs> kind of bitter, huh? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it was good, but, like, the more I, I needed, I needed something to cleanse palate between it. Right. But, um, but of course, yeah. my, other, my other favorite line in that movie is, you should be very proud. <laughs> oh, when she's eating the ice cream? When she's yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, you should be very the, proud. <laughs> yeah, all the things they have with the mascara ice cream, they've never, you know. Yeah. Well, it's worth knowing that is a running gag in Wonder Woman. It, yeah. Because in the animated feature... And in, and in comics themselves, she yeah. has ice cream and is like, oh my god, this is amazing. And you well, should like, be very proud of this cream. Is like really intensely complimenting the ice cream vendor who's like, uh, oh, okay, and like doesn't no. know what to make yeah, it. Yeah, in no, the animated version, she actually throws her sword out, you should be proud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's okay, fine. Don't kill me, I'll, crazy lady. I'll be whatever you want me to be. <laughs> but then, yeah, then I, uh, my other one is, is not so much the line, it's the delivery. Is when they're in London and she first sees a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a baby! Oh, a baby! That one wasn't sculpted out of clay, Diane. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but yeah, then her, her tirade in con. So many good parts. Yeah, of when it. she's dressing down the people in the war room. Yeah! You know, <laughs> yeah, that was nice. That was just like. It's Ottoman and Sumerian. What? You can't read it? <laughs> right. It's a mixed. It's a mixture of Ottoman and Sumerian. <laughs> yeah. Which I love. The two smartest people in the movie were women. Yes. <laughs> you know. 
Doctor Poison. Doctor Poison. Yeah. Oh, she was. She was a great character. Yeah, she was. I mean, I I liked her. Yeah. You know, um, even though I was repulsed, you know, it's like, oh my god! But it was like there was this dedication to what she did that was so single-minded. Yeah. I was going, oh my god, you're a great villain. You know, screw that general. <laughs> you know. By the way, I would like to point out now that we're talking spoilers. I called that shit mm-hmm. in its entirety. Mm-hmm. And he's referring to the Ares reveal. Yes, the Ares reveals. Yeah, because I knew that Remus Lupin was going to be Ares. <laughs> okay, so this is my main criticism of the film. So I want to kind of sink my teeth into this here. It devolved into a giant CGI fight, thing in the sky, third act. I'm so sick of that cliche. And I gotta say, I feel like the movie, it would have been a lot more poignant and interesting if after all her, she was so sure from the word go, because again, this is how she was raised, the story she was told, her naivete of being isolated and only being in this one little place with this one group of people, not understanding the world, going, okay, we just march in, we slay Ares, and we save the day, and that's all there is to it. And that's, that's what she thinks at the beginning, right? Worked. Yeah. But then at the end... Eventually. Exactly, that's my point. That takes away from, from a much more interesting story. I would have really liked for not only... She kills the general, right? And we all know it's not him, because yeah, that's too obvious. Yeah, of course it's not, it's not him. But if then there was no Ares, and it was just, this is how much humanity sucks, and that's it. You can't have that in this movie, though. That would because, be a lot more <clears throat> well, meaningful and interesting. Yeah, but it's less hopeful. Yeah. Well, more well than, I don't and, know. And, and I, I kind of share that, right? But on the other hand, um, what sold it for me was the fact that it was the humanity, you know, that said, yes, we suck, but we've got to keep trying. Right, but you can still uh, and, have that and without Aries having was the right. stupid Aries, Yeah, that he yeah. really wasn't, you know, fully responsible for things. He was... Right. Yeah, I just give they, them the tools. They basically did what you wanted. Ares was not responsible for the war at all. All he, he even said, I didn't cause any of this. All I did was, oh, you want to have war? Here's an idea for a new weapon. Right. Yeah, I gave he them the tools. He didn't actually cause any of the war. He just gave inspiration. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad they at least did that much, but it's yeah. a bit of a cop-out, in my opinion. Well... It's actually perfect for a modern area. Well, and they, yeah. they did it that because way so the that they could still have their stupid CGI monster fight at the end. Like well, they wanted to have I their cake and eat it too. For the god of war, I would have preferred him to not be throwing around thunderbolts. I would have preferred a right. fist to fist brawl. Yeah, that was that was yeah. a little bit. And also, they're kind of wandering a little bit too much into Thor territory at that point. I feel. Well, Zeus. well no, he was wandering into Zeus territory. Yes. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. Screw. Thor, right. different goddamn pantheon. The, an- the animated Fun slightly Wonder Woman. intended. <laughs> yeah, the animated Wonder Woman. Greek and did Norse. that fight a lot better. It, it was a full-on brawl between yeah. Ares and Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think I think what happened there was that the reality was somewhere in between what she believed, right, and what what she. Okay, it was somewhere in between what she initially believed and what she came to believe, right. You know, because she at that point thought humanity is is worthless. They you know they deserve this, and then Ares comes along and goes, "No, I just handed them the tools. They use them the way they need to." Mm-hmm. But then, 
you know, you got Trevor and his and his. And he group. kills him, and he dies. He's, he he yeah. commits noble sacrifice, and that's really what right. turns him or turns Diana around more than anything else. Yeah, exactly. Is the idea that you know he he, he pulled a Captain America. Well, I think he, another thing yeah. too is right. Uh, only he doesn't come back from that shit. <laughs> I, I will say this Not until he does. Well, in comic books. Anyway, uh, I, I will say this. I think another part of that, what informed that is uh, that that may have been the cherry on top, but it was a lot of little things dribbled throughout her entire journey. Because yeah. we talked about the, the dregs, or the people that are at least shell-shocked from their many years of terrible things that they've done and had done to them, and she, she sees that there's still people that like act like family and you know, mm-hmm. sacrifice for each other. And then there's that moment where we talked about the sniper nest, that whole scene. Mm-hmm. After that, whenever the fighting stops, and there's that little quiet before the storm where people dance and listen to music and just and live the, their and lives. And the Scotsman is playing the piano and, he and sings. singing. Exactly. Yeah. When it's very obvious that, like, a, that's a family member, likely, or, a, or like, a loved one died. Yeah. yeah. And he's well, carrying that baggage. Right. And, well, and there, there was another scene where... Diana's talking to Chief, you know, and she's asking, you know, he's talking about his people, you know, were, were killed, slaughtered, and died by. The, yeah, who did that to you? His people. His right. people, yeah, and, she, and <laughs> right. he's still serving with him. Right. Um, you know, and it was just like, I love that Chief was played with integrity all the way through. Oh yeah. Jacques, uh, Jacques, the 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 actor. The yeah yeah. yeah Jacques, he was played with integrity all the way through. You know, I want to be an actor. I'm just not white enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Here's an interesting. I love that little scene. I speak Chinese too, but can you? But can you recite Socrates in ancient Greek? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, and, and, and then Chris Pine's like, oh, are you guys done now? <laughs> well, it's, it's a look. It's the look on his face. I think that just goes because he, he's going. I didn't understand a word she said. <laughs> I didn't catch that one. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, and I, but I, I love that where they, they're bantering back and forth in different languages, <laughs> you know, and it was just like, damn, they're both good. <laughs> she's better. <laughs> well, it's they, because she's Wonder yeah, Woman. Yeah, she's Wonder Woman. Yeah, she's raised on Themyscira. She's kind of immortal. Yeah, true. Well, I think another Pseudo interesting Apple. part of that is as far as like her, you know, her evolving view on humanity and who deserves what and what should be done, blah, 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 is... <laughs> uh, if you contrast, uh, of course, you know what she was told and what the truth actually was with the, the pantheon and how they've conducted themselves over the eras. The the Zeus, first of all, Zeus is a man whore. Everyone knows this. Yeah. Uh, and um, they have done uh, terrible things and have yeah. been petty. But to see, like you talked about, you know, oh well, his people slaughtered all my people, and but they still just they, they don't dwell on like history in the past they come together in the moment to do what needs to be done whereas Ares is this little whiny bitch who is yeah. like oh I'm still so mad about these things that happened eons ago so I'm going to destroy the whole world I'm going to kick Absolutely. over the anthill yeah. and Diana is contrasting that against the people that she just met yeah. who are experiencing the most god awful things and don't have some sort of special power to save right. the day I do also you know? want to applaud the movie um, for doing something that is very rare it actually it actually caught me off guard slightly. I normally know how movies are going to end. I took too many. I, I spent too much time studying theater. Uh, but I, they, they threw enough breadcrumbs down the line that for a little bit, I actually thought that Diana was going to be Ares' daughter. Yeah. As opposed to the daughter of Zeus. 
like she has been frequently in comics. I will also say this: I did not expect uh, Steve Trevor to die. Yeah, I kind of did. I didn't see I that did. coming until the point until the point where he got you know in uh, yeah Justice League animated series wasn't it Hades was yeah After Hades that? was the death well, yeah but it, well, at it least bears mentioning the mythos is all over the place with yeah. all, so many different runs and mm-hmm. so many different origins and they combined a couple well of yeah let's 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 not forget that Wonder Woman in the comics has had. So many different origin stories, followed only by her clone, uh, freaking Donna Troy. Yeah, yeah. Wonder Donna Girl. Troy, Wonder yeah, Girl. For the movie, they combined yeah. two of her right. origins. Yeah. One where Donna she's, Troy, Donna. It's Donna Troy. Yeah. Okay. One where she's a demigod under Zeus, and the one where she was created from clay and right. Hippolyta breathing. Breathe life into her. Right, and she finds those two. Breathe life into her. Right. Yeah, and, and I love it here. He's like, no, you're the god killer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw that coming. Yeah. Right. It would have made sense for why we don't see the god killer sword in the later. Okay, movie. yeah, Donna Troy. I, I was. Right. I was doubting my, my the sword she used <laughs> against Doomsday was not the god killer. No. Uh, well, even the god killer wasn't the god killer. No. <laughs> well, it's still called the god killer sword as <laughs> far as. The prop, the right. prop name. Yeah, but yeah, when she drove that, Harry's just like, <laughs> Darth Vader's that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God killer. No, that, that's you, honey. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that's you. But yeah, and, and but I loved that throughout it all. Chris Pine did such a good job as Steve Trevor, yeah. embodying what it means to be human. Yes, both and to be a good and guy. Fall. Flawed. He was he was a very good but very bad guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he was, was he was a bastard spy. Yeah. I love the comment that he made to her about uh, how he's like, so you don't trust this team because he's like murderer, spy, liar. He's like, he said no, just them. So, but I'm every one of those. He's like, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I've done every one of those as a spy. Right. So you right. don't trust me either. He says you're different. No, I'm every one of those. Yeah. 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 I'm all in. <laughs> Well, and it, yeah, I loved how they were all flawed, but they were all, you know, when the moment came, <laughs> you know, they they like any any good human being, they know, rose to meet the challenge. Yeah, they rose to meet the challenge, and I I like that aside from Steve Trevor, the other three survived. Yeah, yeah. There was one scene that was outside of combat related stuff that was just a perfect example of. Because one of the biggest things about Wonder Woman in her 70-plus years in comics was her compassion. And it's when the Scotsman was like, you guys should just go without me, I'm useless. And she yeah. just, one line, but who'll sing for us? Yeah. And that yeah. completely yeah. 180 does attitude. And he right? starts singing, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, thanks, I think. sing for us? And, and, and it wasn't just... With a genuine smile. Yeah, exactly. Well, it wasn't just what she said. It was the sincerity. Yeah, right. Which, because you could tell to her that was very, very important. Yeah. Because that well, was... you got to have a bar, and otherwise, yeah. the, otherwise who, knows, who knows how the party did. Right. <laughs> well, uh, otherwise, who keeps the party human? Yeah. Well, here's an interesting thing about, uh, you know, the character in general is, you know, you talked about the whole immortality thing. It, what's I think one of the most defining things about what makes Wonder Woman Wonder Woman is the fact that she manages to live for decades and then on to centuries even, but still have that like 
earnestness and sincerity despite seeing and experiencing so many horrific things and just being living that long you see all these people you care about live and die of course yeah yeah so that's what makes her special is that she doesn't like she manages to have that like that love and compassion as if it's her first day off the island decades and even 100 years 150 years on like she still has that conviction without some of the naivete that goes with it because she's had so much experience now. Well, you know? and I think that I think that one thing that that it also shows at the end is thank you for bringing him back to me. Right. Um, is that she, unlike a lot of immortals, has learned to embrace the uh, live in the moment kind of thing. Well, not only the live in the moment, but the idea that loss is going to happen. Right. And that until you embrace that. As part of the natural cycle of things, right? Um, loss you know, is a good thing. That, well, it's not a or, good thing or bad well, thing. It is a thing. It's part of the, it the condition. There. Yeah, it's just you life. know, and yeah, and if and until you learn to embrace the idea of loss as part of what is going to happen. Well, and you know what's, what makes that even a whole other level to that? What makes it so interesting is that that is within the context of her saying that to Bruce Wayne slash Batman, who has taken the wrong approach to that, in my opinion, mm-hmm. which is just throw up all the shields, mm-hmm. don't deal with what you need to deal with, because you know how it is with Batman. He's like, OMG, I got Robin killed, and I'm so emo, and yeah. it's like, dude, get over yourself. Get over the tragedies yeah. in your Shit's life. Gonna happen. Get o- yes, your parents were murdered. Deal with it. Yeah. Whereas sure. Wonder Woman... She she had close people her die immediately. She mm-hmm. was in she was in one of the biggest wars the world has ever seen. And like she didn't just, you know, go, Well, I'm out. Like this is this is fucked up. I don't want to defend these people anymore. You know, like uh, she dealt she with She had a moment where she won. <laughs> she actually did in Batman v Superman, she had a conversation with Batman where she actually said, I gave up on humanity a long time ago. Uh, well, that's that's, why, that's my memory because I hate that. Movie. That's why there's this, that's why you see in the movie there's a scene where you see her in a plane. She's getting the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. And then she sees that Batman and Superman are both fighting to save everybody else, and it tells her she's like, ah, damn it. She's like, I I can't in my right mind leave them to do this on their own. And so, again, Superman inspires her to get back at it, which is why at the end of at the end of Wonder Woman, when she hears something going on, she gets back in uniform and is defending London now. See, what yeah. I would like to know is that London's Paris. Really, I think it was, really, think it was yeah, Paris. Paris. She was she working was at the Louvre. Yeah. Right, right. Well, and I think it was Batman who inspired that in her. Yeah. With that photo. What I would like, yeah, what I would like to know is what was so horrific that drove her to just give up completely? World War II. It's the way humanity treats itself now. And has continued to treat itself. It's World War Two after she had killed her. She's like, "Really, fucking guys." <laughs> we haven't improved as a as a people. Yeah. Um, I would. I, I was reminded of something that I saw go, floating around the internet recently that I thought I'd chuckle at out loud for people here for a second. Okay, we got another half hour. Um, at most. Um, an image macro. Uh, I don't know if it's an actual comic page or whether it's something that's been edited or not. Um, is the, the holy trinity of DC Comics, Bat- Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, yeah. standing around all holding the lasso of truth. and yeah, <laughs> Diana Prince of Themyscira, Clark Kent, Kal-El, and Batman says, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's actually from a comic, but I could see it. I could totally see it, too. And everybody was like, yeah. Seriously? That is his truth. Yeah, that is his... Right. Yeah, that he... Is his truth. Yeah, I, I always say Batman... Uh, has a secret identity that is Bruce Wayne, not right. the other way around. Right. 
Yeah, Bruce Wayne is Batman's secret. Yeah, <laughs> Batman dresses up like Bruce Wayne yeah. to get away from it for a little bit. That's fair. Well, um, and it was kind of funny. There was uh, there's a whole list of, of internet memes going around because of this, and I, I'm really. I'm really glad to see that DC you know, Comics uni- uh, DC movie universe right now with Wonder Woman ki- uh, shoulder carrying Batman <laughs> and Superman. <laughs> well, no, there, there's there's a lot of a lot of honest you know a lot of reactions to the movie itself. Yeah. Um, you know, like the one with you know I love to see my childhood princesses grow up to be you know generals, uh, generals, yeah. and uh, you know you know and there's like the whole movie. Daddy, you can't. Daddy, don't watch me. Uh, you know. Oh, by the way, I, I forgot to mention this earlier, but we talked about how you're so pleased that they didn't do the obvious, oh, I am no man line and all that. That, that also kind of reminded me of the Rogue One thing where, well, it's a little different because they actually wrote it but didn't use it in that one. That whole, like, this is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. Yeah. Like, I thought that was really stupid and I'm glad it didn't make the, the yeah. cut. Yeah, yeah. I feel the exact same way about that and I agree 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Please, I, I was like, I you're, no setting, you're setting up for I am no man and I am sick of that joke. And wait, you know why? They're, they're went it's like <laughs> great in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but that's because that's where it fucking came from. That's the trope center. (laughs) Yeah. It 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 created the trope. Here's the difference, too. If they went with that line, it would have been a cheesy little throwaway line. People wouldn't care. But the line they chose instead was another one of those moments that defined the character. Exactly. Like you were talking about, Ben, where it's like, well... I, I can do something about it, so I'm going to yeah. do something about it, and yeah. I don't care what you say. And it was about compassion, not about how many people she could beat up or kill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was waiting for them to ruin the scene with, I'm not a man. Right. Yeah, I think all of us were. Because they were holding our breath. They were, they were I, it, it was like they painted a target right. and put neon flashing signs pointing at it. Yeah. Jump the shark here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, then, and then the writers and directors just was like, no, oh, fuck you. And that, and that scene almost did not happen. Yeah. Really? Yes. They did not want uh, oh, Jen, was it Janet? Uh, the, the director Patty Jenkins Patty Jenkins Patty Jenkins. Jenkins that's where I got the J yeah they did not want Patty Jenkins to actually film that scene and she had to convince the producers to let her do that and now there you know there's now there's a bunch of guys you know over the studios going yeah we had a great idea and that's <laughs> you know. another fun fact is uh, let's pa- steal the credit Patty Jenkins actually when she first heard that Gal Gadot was going to be cash was really dis Gadot Gadot well, it's, Which, it's it, pronounced really difficultly. And, 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 and that actually does remind me of a quick joke. Um, everybody was standing in line for uh, Wonder Woman was technically waiting for Godot. Oh, yes. <laughs> really? Yes. Courtesy laugh. Oh, come on. That was that what, was clever, whoever came up with it, because it wasn't me. What I was going to say was that she, uh, Patty Jenkins, was disappointed when she heard that she was going to be cast... She had some whole, like, she had someone ready to go, and she had a whole plan, but then she won her over when she saw her embodying the character and everything, yeah. the rest is history. But when she heard, she was actually, like, heartbroken. She's like, oh, no, I wanted this other person to do it, and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, that's, that's I interesting. I Because I can't imagine any... Who the hell is this Gail Godot? <laughs> Gail Godot? Whatever. No, that's, that's the point, is I'm mispronouncing it on purpose. Yeah. It's spelled Gadot, but it's pronounced Gadot. Yes, it's, it's pronounced, pronounced Gadot. Gadot. It says uh, G-A apostrophe D-O-T in the pronunciation key. 
<laughs> so every interview I've heard her. Well, everyone say says Godot, and she doesn't bother to correct people at this point. Oh, uh, right. from her own lips, I've heard her say Godot. Oh, really? Yeah. Here. <laughs> it's on there. Well, if it's on Wikipedia, well, yeah. it must be true. It's on, right? if, it's on, if it's on the internet, <laughs> it must be anyway. true. But uh, careful, I have to stay up now because somebody's wrong on the internet. So, uh, <laughs> that pill that Dr. Poison made in the movie apparently is the. I'm trying to remember how to pronounce it, the Miraclo pill that our man used. Oh, cool. That later on was made used to make venom. Which is what... Yeah, the precursor to Venom. I had a feeling there was a connection. Yeah, Yeah. so a lot of people are theorizing that Bane will be the villain for the next movie, which I... That's a big leap. I I don't, you know, I don't know about that. Wonder Woman would wipe the floor. Well, not... Yeah. (laughs) Well, everyone knows who the villain for Justice League is. It's the general unified armies of Apocalypse. And, uh... Darkseid might not even show up, but no, it will be Apocalypse. Darkseid might have an appearance, but it's, uh... Shit, what the fuck is his name? Caliban? No. Also, that's not his name. You're thinking of Calabag. Yeah, I'm thinking of Calabag. His son. Yeah. Well, are you trying to think of it? I would like to say, if they do have Bane show up, I would like it just to be a little throwaway moment where Wonder Woman just kind of, like, cocks her head, looks at him, walks up, breaks his back, and walks away. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's cute. Crunch. He's not a bad villain. <laughs> he 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 can be a good villain when he is written right. If he's, I like the yeah, more intelligent Bane. Right. Yeah, he's the one who invented Venom. If he had sounded better, yeah. If he up like this, <laughs> if he wasn't, if he wasn't a muffled, yeah, that's really dumb. Only when, only when you have given up, you have no <laughs> permission to that. He was trying to compete with the bat bell voice. Yeah, I'm like permission to die. <laughs> he, was trying, he was doing a Sean Connery voice into yeah, it sounded like a yeah, Sean Connery into a respirator. Yeah, Sean Connery and a respirator is really weird. But yeah, so um, I can't remember the name. Uh, Steppenwolf. Sweet. Yeah, he was in a uh, after credit scene in Batman v Superman, talking to Luth- Lex Luthor. A deleted scene, huh. talking to Luthor when they arrested him. Hmm. That's cool. Oh, random criticism. Watch the ultimate cut. I don't remember that being so. It must have been in the it very might've... deleted scenes. Little yeah. too much slow mo. Little too much slow mo. Eh. You want if you want to get nitpicky. I, I have. Am, I, that's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, that's my point. <laughs> that's generally what I have too. I've got nitpicks. Um, yeah, it wasn't as bad as 300s slow mo. Yeah, the but ramp- to be fair, that was a lot more fresh in 2007. Slow down, speed up ramping. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't really a thing yet. That kind of set the trend. I like the slow-mo because sometimes action scenes go by way too quick. Well, yeah, yeah I'm just saying they, they leaned into it a little too much, is all I'm saying. Some of it is fine, but they did a little too much, I think. Yeah, I think they, they leaned a little heavily into it, although there were things, I think, what they were trying to do was show her perception. Because in that moment yeah. when the when the bullet strikes that bracer, and she just looks at it like, oh. Now, that was yeah. a good use of it. Yeah, because it's going really that. slow. She goes... Bang, and she's moving at regular speed and looks at her arm like. Yeah, that was when she realized that she was the one. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, <laughs> yeah. reminds me of uh, of the Justice League and these are the biggest slowest bullets I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of the, the Justice League. Trailer yeah, the, the holy shit, he's Batman moment. Yeah, yeah, he's that's what I was thinking. Is that a battering? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Batman. Shock. Yeah. 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 And he's like, squee. Can I keep this? <laughs> yeah. He's like, yay. I'm Damn it, Barry. 
Yeah. Let's see. Everything Wonder Woman and on is going to be post uh, Snyder not being in control of the movies. Yeah. And Thank you, Zack Snyder can't Jeff can't show around. Jeff Johns is in charge of everything. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, that guy is amazing. Although to be fair, he had a lot of control for Suicide Squad. And you, you know, Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad, I like better than... Snyder still had a lot of control over that. Yeah. yeah. And Suicide Squad... There were a lot of cooks in the kitchen, fight. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, had a great fight. Yeah, had some great fights. Well, and, and Suicide Squad, I mean, they let Harley Quinn be Harley Quinn. That, that movie had so much potential, and it disappoints me that it had yeah. to be mediocre. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know... Why did the they cast Will Smith? Uh, I don't know. Because he's Will fucking Smith. And why did they include the, the Joker at all? Yeah, he 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 did not belong in that movie. No, they didn't. He, he just didn't. Yeah, I mean, this was really more of a Harley Quinn-centric movie to begin with. Except they, well, and except they tried to focus it on Deadshot instead. Because yeah. Will Smith. Yeah, because Will Smith. Because I am Will Smith and I have a beard. Yeah, and I well, honestly, it shouldn't have been a it shouldn't have been a fill in the blank movie. It should have been an ensemble thing and not put too many characters in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. take a few away and then spread it around a bit. Well, yeah, look, really, was, all they needed to do was not cast a star as one of the ensemble. That is part of the problem. Everybody yeah. else, right? I mean, who played Captain Boomerang? Anybody know? Some dude. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. he might have been Australian, like actually legit Australian, <laughs> maybe. Well, if he wasn't, that's I cultural appropriation, and that's an not cool, that guys. I bother learning his name before. Yeah, <laughs> and you could say that about literally everyone who played a character except for Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. At the very end. Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> Batflack. Um, Batflack. <laughs> freaking Will Smith as Deadshot and Jared Leto, to a certain extent, right. as yeah. the Joker. But the three this, weakest fucking parts of the movie! But then Margot Robbie... Stole the movie out from all of them. Oh yes, she did. You know, but we should be talking about Wonder Woman to try to make yes, it somewhat. But, but, but in, in 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 respect, that was a you know a. a and I think the one thing about Wonder Woman is that they did not try to portray her as this strong female character. She's Wonder Woman. Yeah. that's it. Right. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to signify strong female character. You just write Wonder Woman, and she comes out as a strong female character. Yeah, I right. feel. I feel this is another important thing to address. Um, I feel like the movie, it, 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 it led by example without pandering. Yes, yeah. which I was relieved because there was so much buzz going into this. So many people that had, you know, socio-political axes to grind. Yeah. Oh, woman empowerment and this and that and oh, well, it's the first this and, and, and okay. Well, just make a good movie, be true yeah. to the character, and that will do that. Which is as exactly opposed what to Penny, yeah. trying to make, uh, you know, she she just did a successful, true to the inspiration yeah. movie, and then that then by extension accomplishes. Right. Those other things, as far as like you know, yay, gender equality and all this stuff. You know. Right. Well, and, and I think that I think what it showed was, hey, look, we can do this too. You know. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Marvel needs to step up their game now. Yeah. yeah Marvel. They, Marvel really needs to step up. I'm their looking case. forward to Captain Marvel. Yeah, Ten Marvel. years and no female hero movie. Yeah. I mean, and DC's done it in. A few years. Well, I feel like yeah. this is going to add pressure for them to do the Black Widow thing. Right? God, I hope well, so. Well, I don't know what they're doing. I don't, doing think, I honestly Black don't Widow. think Widow can carry a movie. Wid- I don't think yeah. Widow can carry a movie. She's a better either. supporting character. But I'll tell you what, yeah. 2019, 
we got Captain Marvel. Yes. Yeah. Well, see what what they what they would need to do is start to realize that hey guys, you're marketing. You know, you're you're uh, not your marketing. Um, the action figures and all that. Oh, um, yeah. You know, your merchandise. Merchandise. Merchandising. Merchandising. Yeah, your merchandising can sell to <laughs> girls as much as boys. Well, I think because just, just the movie itself, the, mm-hmm. one of the biggest takeaways is the audience is there. The female audience is there. Yes. Exactly. And you know what? The male sell audience to them. is there, too. Exactly. Yeah, both. I mean, well, I just made comic I am Comic Book Man did not meant. There were a lot of people there who were like, hell yeah, Wonder Woman. Well, and they were saying it about like this. Right. Well, I made comic. <laughs> Comics in general. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just, yeah, you have, you have. My the, point isn't that they thought that men would not go to a woman-centric movie. My my point was that they thought that women wouldn't go to comic movies as much in general. Exactly, and that's where they failed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and, and you're right. The the which that has been a false preconception for decades. I yeah, precisely. Yeah, the, yeah, there are women. I mean. There are women geeks. There are women gamers. Yes. Yeah. We really ought to do an episode on this one of these days. Yes. My girlfriend yes. has barely touched a single comic book in her life, but she gets nearly as excited as I do about all these comic movies. Oh yeah. Well, and and it's it's the time when we're we're rebuilding our mythology because right. used to be it was comic books. Now we're taking those comic books and we're turning them into movies. Mm-hmm. Um. So and. There are really? a lot of women getting into reading comics. Still, twenty-two minutes left in potentially yes. for this episode. Yeah. Uh, we went on so many tangents. We too. might have to run it short. The the fact that we can't that yeah. we can't keep on. Well, I think well, there's, there's so many things that we can say. This movie is great so many times. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, true. I have so, very so few much nits to pick. Yeah. Um, something that that was said that was pointed out that I have zero frame of reference for. <laughs> and here we go. I'm a big coming out party. I am asexual. Um, the reason I say this is because um, <laughs> is because there was an interesting article that I read written by a woman who went and saw Wonder Woman and was like, I hadn't noticed how much movies pander to male gaze until I saw a movie that really didn't, i.e. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, and I have no way of really speaking to the veracity of that because my male gaze is broken. I, but I, I can see that. Uh, so, I, but I can see the oh, oh, so I have wait, to... Wait, hold on, hold on. Male gaze, as G-A-Z-E. in eyes, yes. as in G-A-Z-E. Yeah. Okay. The male, this the needs male to viewpoint. be clarified. Yeah, the male viewpoint. Male gaze. Okay. Yeah. With the eyes, yes. looking at things. Okay. Perception. Yeah, <laughs> yeah male perception. Hey. Because I thought you were going in a different direction. Not those of us who are more famous. And I was thinking, like, Bond yeah. popping out of the water in Casino Royale. <laughs> like well, when that he, was... That was for the female gaze and also for the male gaze. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gay males. When you look at it when you're somewhat uh, tuned to it, when you're somewhat self-aware of it, you realize even a strong character like Black Widow, you know... I, I, she the, wears skin-tight black leather. Yeah. Well, hold, there, there's a lot going on here, so let's unpack this a little bit. First of all, Black Widow, I mean... Her name is Black Widow. Yeah. She seduces people to. Yeah. That's a big part of her technique now. But I think a be- I think a better a better parody of that is in Galaxy Quest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah. Sigourney Weaver's character is. Yeah. Um, All well, her outfits are always unzipped a little too far. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and there's a deleted scene where she actually unzips her outfit. 
pulls her, you know, pulls it to show, and the two aliens are like, <laughs> you know, come all <laughs> forward. You know, it's like, we'll need a little privacy. Computer, shut bay door seven, squishes them. And she turns around to, to uh, uh, Tim Allen's character and is like, I swear, every species. <laughs> Men are stupid. Show them a pair of breasts. You know, but it, it, it really is. It really does, because Black Widow, I mean, when she when she interrogated Loki, you know, no breastage involved. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, she her skill goes beyond that. But, yeah, she is in skin-tight black leather. I mean, you know, show me a girl in those movies that didn't look hot. Uh, well, I meant like her cage. And, and, and I will say this. Gal Gadot is a gorgeous woman. Yeah. I am not so asexual. I don't notice that. Right. Well, you're not blind. Well, they're, yeah, they're I am not blind. <laughs> I appreciate well, aesthetic beauty. I just don't. I just don't. Well, there, I there just, was. A, there I was don't a, think with my dick. Yeah. Well, there was a, there was a there was a Twitter is like, I'm sure Gal Gadot has a beautiful ass, but I'm so glad I did not see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that pretty much sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah. They they didn't shy away from the fact that she's gorgeous. But they didn't like sexualize her either. Yeah, she just was what who she was and looked yeah. how she looked. And I thought that was kind of interesting. That was, by the way, that was just a funny little moment where, when when she is uh, when she is walking through the streets of London, and he's like trying to he's trying to keep her all covered up like the big trench coat and all that. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 like don't <laughs> like yeah. stay all bundled up. You know, we don't want to be distraction in a movie that had an island full of women. The only one who even got close, who actually actually was naked in the movie, was, was the Chris Pine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And, and that leads to something else. This is something I loved about the veracity of that movie. Something we don't see on women in any other situation. Did you notice the scars on Antiope? Yes. yes. Yeah. We she had a pretty gnarly one on her right bicep. Right? Yeah. 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 And, and I was just, I was like. Yes, this is a female warrior. Right. You know, this is yeah. this is no, not not a female warrior. I've got I gotta I gotta walk that back. This is That's, a warrior. This is a warrior. Right. Yeah. And, and there were scars on a lot of the Amazons. Yeah. Right. You, you know, that's, and that's the attention to detail is definitely worth mentioning in this movie. And, and that's, I think, something that that goes to what he was talking about is a movie that does not serve the male gaze, because we're used to oh, I'm you know, I I'm a warrior woman, but I have no scars. Right. But you know, I'm a man, I'm a warrior, I should have scars. Well, see, a lot of this is these are these are fossils from the whole comic books. Back in the day, like mm-hmm. in the '60s and the '70s and the '80s, yeah, even, well, to the '90s even. Do you need a knife? They, they're no. aimed. They're aimed at you know yeah. adolescent sure. boys. Yeah. So of yeah. course they're going to they're going to exaggerate the breasts and butts of the female characters, and they're going to have them wearing practical costumes. And yeah. there's a lot of that stuff that is a lot of it's just a carryover. And some sometimes they're not even consciously doing it. It's just source material issues yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, and, and then, but that you write for the times. Yeah. 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 That's and, why and, why and, superheroes originally wore spandex is because right. the circuses were popular at the time. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that's the point. Of what you know, what when he was talking about is, is we don't recognize because we're so used to it. Yeah. Right. The whole idea of what you know. And as guys, you know, like I think it was uh, John Scalzi uh, or uh, um, uh, Jim Hines, one of them wrote a brilliant essay on it as, you know, as white guys, we are, life for us is set 
at the lowest possible difficulty. Yep. You know, privilege. Um, <laughs> and you know, and, and this is recognizing that and and realizing that it still doesn't take anything away from what we've done. You know, not having to get all defensive about it is hard for us to do. But I think Wonder Woman doesn't take that and go, see what you've done? It's like... No, it just is like, hey, we made a kick-ass movie. Yeah. By the way, um, we, we didn't we, we didn't write it for your day. Right. By the way, this is another thing we can talk about, the costume. I was really glad I they went the with the skirted costume as opposed to the leotard costume. Yeah. 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 They went with something that still fit very much with her comic book costume, but also fit a Amazonian Amazonian warrior. And yeah. looked like legit armor. Yeah. Too, yeah. Which was just right. great. Well, yeah, because it was legit armor. Right. It had there was, scratches there were, in it. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And when she was, in the No Man's Land scene, when she was crouched down with a shield, there were bullets bouncing off of her leg armor. Right. Yeah. Yep. You're bouncing off, off her of, greaves. Off of off yeah. her greaves. Uh, and so, like how she, how, how it, well, the greaves did have a little bit of a heel. It was not exaggerated. Right. Yeah. Right. And you, and you had to really kind of be looking for it to noticing, to notice that it had a heel, as opposed to her running around in freaking. This is not Jurassic World, where yeah. you know Bryce Dallas Howard has these giant yeah. heels. Yeah. <laughs> can run in the, running from a T Rex. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which you know I gotta respect anyone. Or in Wonder Woman for seventy years in the comics, <laughs> fighting in high heels. Well, Linda Carter, Linda Carter, yeah. you know, did it in high heels. Mad props to her for having to do. That. Well, I feel this was a perfect balancing act between the like. The the yeah, between like the the old school like Linda Carter style and the new like oh we want to be so different that we don't even have blue in the friggin' costume and I'm like come on guys yeah, no. <laughs> let's not make it too much of a departure here they, yeah. they managed to include it all and have it be uh, traditional yet modern yeah. and it was like it wasn't goofy patriotic type which wouldn't even make sense because she just yeah. Uh, right. Showed up, and not only that, she went straight to London. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although she's sense. really wor- she's wearing the colors of the Union Jack too, right? But well, it's all there. Yeah. Another yeah. thing I loved was you know normally, and, you know, and this this has always bothered me about heroes to begin with. You know, the idea that an object can give you wisdom. Her tiara, which was supposed to give her wisdom. In it's a hell one, of brilliance. Yeah. In this one, it was Antiope's yes, tiara. Yes, I love right. that. You know, and I was just like, <laughs> you know, uh, because I, I loved Antiope's character. I, I loved, and yeah. it was, in it's the better. end, it was, you know, there was that sacrifice. And it was a helm of wisdom, just not quite <laughs> the way you would expect. Yeah. By the way, uh, Ben, you mentioned something that just made me want to share one of my favorite Quotes about show business. You're talking about you have hella respect for anybody who can run in high heels. <laughs> Ginger Rogers. I was yes. My, my, one of my favorite quotes is: Keep in mind, Ginger, Ginger Rogers, Rogers had to do everything Fred Astaire did, but backwards and in high heels. <laughs> it's a very good point. Yeah. And everybody remembers Fred Astaire, and I had to look up Ginger Rogers. Oh, I always, I always knew Ginger Rogers. Well, Fred and Ginger's kind well, of. Although to be fair, I had to remember Fred Astaire initially too, because I'm like, God, yeah. what's his name? Yeah. Yeah. He did putting on the Ritz. Yeah, closer to my time. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> closer to when Wonder Woman was born um but yeah it was th- this overall i mean as a movie like it, what? Went, it went to something a little more human mm-hmm. yeah i i think and 
and the humanity of it, I think, is also is what made it. Because we don't have a hero who is dark and you know dark and uh, you know. Well, to have her essentially be a demigod, but have her so grounded and have the whole yeah, humanity yes. aspect was is a really even, tough balancing act. It didn't even no, necessarily good. feel like a superhero movie. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, it, I mean it was a war movie. It, really it was a was. good war movie. Yeah. With that happened to have a superhero in it. Heroin. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a lot of things. I liked how and, and I liked how they set her up. They didn't quite make her fully the. DC spirit of truth that she is, but they set her up to really come into that fully. I think probably the next movie. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, she and, yeah. and she. Well, there wouldn't be much character development if she just, from the word go, is just like, oh, hey, look, like I've got this all figured out, and I'm this wise, truth-seeking person. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing is, is I think a lot of people mistakenly put Superman as the moral compass of the Justice League. No, it, but True North is Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. You know, on the moral compass, she really is. Well, like a, she is, really. That's the thing. She's part of the Trinity. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, honestly, the thing about the Justice League and what's so great about it is you've got the Holy Trinity of DC: Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Because I think if any one of them was fully the absolute compass, it would fail. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's the whole concept is, of the league, right? Is the whole like exactly yeah, strength well, and, and, and through cooperation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Batman is the practicality, is pragmatism, and he heart. keeps the other two human. Yes, and yes. he's also the guy who can adapt to anything. Yeah, I mean, because he he doesn't have the powers. So Not to mention, he kind of funds the the watchtowers. <laughs> yeah, so I, he's I, the I, money. Yeah. He's the I do money. love that line. Bruce, in, how much uh, is all this costing? You don't want to know. <laughs> I, I, I did love that line in um, in the Justice League animated um, series. Once again, to go back to this, when they they're first on the watchtower, and Flash is like, and, and not Flash Hour, but Flash, but. Uh, Superman's like, what is this? Where, where did this come from? And Bruce said, says, line item in the Wayne in the Wayne Tech Aerospace Division. <laughs> this giant space station is a, a line, line item, item in a budget. <laughs> Sixty-five billion dollars. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, I, I love that. Of the, you know, you've got these two mega powerful people who are living ordinary lives. Yeah, yeah, and you've got. I'm the ordinary guys. I have no, I'm Batman, but I'm rich as fuck. I, well, I loved uh, there. There was uh, there was a trailer for Justice League. I think yeah. we talk about trailers a little bit. Yeah. Barry says to Bat to, what to are you, what are your powers? Wait, what's your superpower again? I'm, I'm rich. rich. <laughs> <laughs> and Barry's like, okay. Yeah. Well, and, and that I think <coughs> comes from a uh, comes from a uh, ten a throwaway minutes. line in the original Batman. Uh, the Michael Keaton uh, first Batman movie. What do you do for a living again? I'm rich. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that got deleted. But uh, it's a good line. Yeah. yeah. Of course, that would be my other my other favorite line from that one is where does he get those wonderful toys? Yeah. And then they edit out the one is well. Don't just stand there. Go ask him. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that from uh, the full version of that scene. So don't just stand. Wasn't that from forever? Wasn't that from from? No, that was from the first first Batman. Yeah, that was the first that was a long time. Yeah, that was when they were the Nicholson's Joker. Yeah, yeah Nicholson's Joker. Because I love the way he's like, "Well, don't just stand there. Go ask him." <laughs> you know, just like going, "Oh, 
yeah, that's perfect. And what do we want to talk about the uh, anybody want anything else from trailers since we got about? Oh, it does. It doesn't uh, bear mentioning. This is a DC movie, so do, DC movie, so don't bother staying after the credits. There's nothing there for you. Go so on. Or, you or you know, or you know, stay to find out who was the who, who was the best boy gaffer. Yeah. <laughs> because. I, I I realized this while I was talking to some people uh, in the theater while I was sitting there watching the credits. I looked in Google and I was like, no, there's no post credits, and I'm going to see, sit here anyway. And I said to it, you know, I, and I said to the people, I was like, you know, there's no, there's I I, I checked it, there's no post credit scene. Just a couple people were sitting next to me, and they were like, you think you're going to be one? And I said, and I just checked, there isn't. But on the other hand. Look at all the work that got done. Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, gesturing at this giant wall of names because, oh my God, the amount of work that goes into yes. it. Yeah. It, so it, it, I, at this point now, any movie I go to, I stay for the credits. Yeah. Unless I'm there with friends and everyone else is walking out so well, I can see, talk and, to them. And I, I like, this is one thing I like about the fact that they didn't do a post credit scene, is we've told our story. Right. Really, the post credit scene was at the beginning and the end. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's you true. Know, that's the true. tie-in was, you know, was at the opening when she gets the package from mm-hmm. Bruce, which I loved the way right. that played out. Yeah, they framed yeah. that yeah. really nicely. I like that. Um, and then, you know, at the end, you know, it, it, the, the message she goes, you don't need a post-credits. It was like, a, it was, wasn't it kind of like a Doogie Howser thing? You know, that? it's like <laughs> she's typing at the computer. Typing at the computer. Thank you for bringing them back to me. Yeah. yeah. I'm really hoping that her next movie, the villain is Cheetah, and it's like less CG, more like more fist fight. Yeah, yeah. fist fighting and yeah, acrobatic cool. stunt work. Yeah. yeah, because Gal Gadot can do the stunt work. Yes, uh, she can. You know. And, well, I mean, and, at well, this point, we want to wait until she has her baby. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> she was like what? Five how? months pregnant. Five. Yeah. Yes. Dear God, she had an alternate version of the suit where this part was uh, like green screen material so that they could CG out her the belly. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew she was pregnant. I didn't realize she was that pregnant. Yeah. 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 She was she was five months pregnant. I do think it bears mentioning that uh, um, a lot of good experience for her doing the physicality and stuff is that she did her her mandatory two year stint in the Israeli Defense Force. Yes she did. Yeah, she was a combat trainer. So yeah. Because well that's what you do when you're a Jew. When you're from when you're Israel? In, well, yeah, <laughs> from Israel, I should say. Yeah, when you're... Say, when that you're sounded from, slightly racist, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, or didn't or mean it that way. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's trying to rhyme. We get it. Unfortunately, it got her movie banned in Lebanon. Damn. Not Lebanon, Missouri, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anybody else remember anything from trailers since we had, like, five I was surprised left? to see a Thor trailer at a DC movie. I didn't yeah. get a Thor trailer in mine. Uh, so. The Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, yeah there yeah. was a Spider-Man trailer, which yeah. I enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah, loving, loving. That's coming out. That was the next one. Yeah, out. and it comes July a couple of weeks. it. We'll do, an episode, we'll do an episode on Spider-Man. Yeah, sometime yeah. I want to say July 2nd. July something, yeah. July 7th. Seventh. Wow, that's yeah. coming up fast. July some number. Yeah, seventh. Yeah. I'd kind of like to go see that one with you guys, like, at the same I'll time. I'll be going that Friday morning. That's when me and Tiffany go to see movies. I'd have to get that Friday morning off. I'll see what I can do. And yes. you'd have to get that Friday morning off. And yeah. Then you need to talk to your boss and see if he can give you Friday morning off. Probably not. Yeah. His boss is kind of an asshole, though. I know. My boss is kind of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking reader, dude. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Good. Anything else worth mentioning here in the next in the last three-ish minutes? Oh, man. 
What if we not cut? Uh, it lived up to the hype. It did. Yeah, say. it did. I it think did so. Early yeah. In. And I think it I, well, as best as any movie can live up to the. I don't think it's really possible for anything to very fully subjective. live up to the hype. Yeah. Yeah. Because hype. Yeah. But that's, what, that's his job. But <laughs> um, it it gave me higher hopes for the future movies, but I don't think any of them are going to be this good. It's it's fitting yeah. since Wonder Woman is supposed to inspire hope. She has inspired hope for the DCEU. For yes. Me. Yeah. yeah she, and <laughs> that for me. Uh, yes, um, like <laughs> I, um, I think I, I tried to say it earlier, and I'll say it. I'll say it to close here. I did not like any other DCU movie so far. You still haven't actually watched Man of Steel all the way through. No, but uh, but what I have seen, I did not enjoy. It would really have to turn around. And from what everything I hear, it gets worse as far as <laughs> I am concerned as it grows towards the climax. In any case, oh my. Um, that being said. And I, I was I I came into this the same way I came into Star Wars 7 which was I'm going to give this franchise mm-hmm. one more chance I am going to go see look Justice League if this movie had been like every other movie that I had seen before, I would just been like, "I'm done. I'm st- I'm done wasting my money going to see these movies." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, until I can, uh, until I talk to an accountant, make this a, le- a legit business, and can write off my tickets, <laughs> which I think I might be able to do so. See, Fox did that to me with like uh, the latest Fantastic Four. I didn't go to the theaters for it. Yeah. For a tip video. Yeah. Um, you made the yeah. correct decision. Yeah. Yeah. But like Star Wars, same same deal. Force Awakens, I was like, okay, Force Awakens, you have to be good enough to make up for the prequels. It's a good thing it was because it, Rogue One was amazing. It was it well, honestly, it wasn't. Well, to it make was a, good enough okay. to let to make me be like, okay, you get one more, one more chance. What with I meant Rogue to say is, it was good enough for you to then see the next stars. Yes, nothing is good enough to make up for the prequels. This is true. <laughs> I felt like Rogue One almost was, although I have a friend that disagrees. Yeah, well, it was amazing, it was but I don't know if you can really, you know, yeah, ever really redeem that. Anyways, we can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, no, but but still, I mean, I I'm just like, yeah, um, you get what. All right, DC, you get one more chance. It's a franchise resurrection. Yeah. Good yeah. job, DC. I will go see your next movie. Why the hell is it? Why why the hell is the next one Justice League and not the Flash, Cyborg, or Octo or Aquaman? Right, Octoman. Because uh, <laughs> I, I was hearing about your Optimus Prime come out of your mouth. I want to do one episode where Neil defends the prequels. Uh, <laughs> I, could, I, I, could, I, I could do a prequel. I, I could do Devil's Advocate. Yeah, but there I are enough would good, there are enough good things to say you about can the prequels. Uh, the, episode I, I, just just one one thing. Unless it is April first, I will not say anything good about Phantom Menace other than Liam Neeson was in it. Uh, Ray Park. Who? Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Oh yeah, okay. Stunt work. Yeah. yeah. Other than and, Liam and Neeson and Darth Maul were in it, mm, and Battle I, of Fates was a good soundtrack. Well, you know, and then you got Ewan McGregor, who did it, who did a good job all the way through as Obi Wan. Okay, <laughs> I'll say a few good things, but I have very, very, very little. Our chief weapons are could come back around to Monty Python. Right. Um, so uh, we are out of time. So, uh, sir, this has been Neil. 
the one true Ben. Mike. And Wookie. And, uh, yeah, next time on Geek Fanthology. Hi! This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter O and the number 116. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us either by donating on our website or at Patreon at patreon.com workingtheory or subscribing to our YouTube channel. It really does help. A final thought. Wonder Woman won me back. Now for Justice League to lose me again, right?